0: Helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award winning psychotherapist. Welcome to the Life Transformation Show. I'm Bettina Davelmar, and here with me in studio is the award winning psychotherapist Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services. Today we will be introducing the very interesting topic. Of inflammation and depression. New studies are showing a link between inflammation in the body and depression. Could it be that it's the presence of inflammation in the body that is causing depression? Welcome, Michael.
1: Welcome. Uh, Thank you very much, Bettina. And it's so good to be here uh, with you again. And welcome to our listeners who have joined us faithfully week after week. I got an email last week from a listener that told me that she has been listening to this show now for two years and that she hasn't missed this show. Wow. As a matter of fact, she's talking about how they're now using some of these shows for as Bible study material oh. where they're now making question and answers and discussing important mental health mm-hmm. topic uh in their local churches. So we're so happy to become a resource for the local oh, yes. for the local churches. And also what we are finding is that this this listenership is growing We have people who are listening now across Canada, and our latest YouTube channel is showing that people are listening in over 32 countries across the world. So it is so good to know that the Mm. influence of of what we are doing is reaching many people. So this topic is so very important because there is, as you said in your introduction, Bettina, this growing link between depression and inflammation. But before we go on, we should give out our contact number, shouldn't we? We haven't done sure, that. Sure, so let's, let's do that. Let's do that before we go further. <laughs> yes. So people who are new will know how to contact Thanks. us. So if you'd like to contact ELIM Counseling Services, you can call us at one 544 3546 or you can go to our website at elimcounselingministry.com. If you're not familiar with ELIM Counseling, we are a professional counseling organization that provides professional psychotherapy but yes from a Christian perspective mm-hmm. and we have uh many counselors on staff or able to meet your specific need so if you have a need do not hesitate to call us and and if you are even limited in terms of your budget we would like to try to meet your need we are able to offer offer subsidized counseling to many uh, due to contributions that are made to our ministry from time to time. So we need these contributions to keep coming in to be able to help others. If you would like to minister, to, to be part of this ministry where you help people who are broken, who are depressed, or sometimes people who are unchurched who would like to get help from a Christian organization, then please consider making a donation to this Ministry. Again, it's Elim Counseling Services, and you can call us 1 3546 or go to our website at Elim Counseling Elim is spelled E L I M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. So there's a scripture that I have in mind yes, today, Bettina, mm-hmm. as we go into this. Passage, And as usual, we like to pull these gems from the Bible and use them to launch the discussion exactly. that we are going into.
0: So, so what do you have in mind for the scripture? I'm quite interested to know what would be the scripture for this type of topic. So
1: it's Psalm 38, verse 6 to 8. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. And the New King James Version Uh, From verse 6 of Psalm 38, 6-8 says, I am troubled. I am bowed down greatly. I go mourning all the day long. For my loins are full of inflammation, and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am feeble and severely broken. I groan because of the turmoil of my heart i was very intrigued and found it kind of uh amusing to read in the psychological literature that there is a growing body of evidence since the 1990s that is showing a link between depression and inflammation i found it uh amusing because here we are, we're reading a scripture that is thousands of years mm-hmm. old, and this scripture is telling us, Bettina, that there was already a link, like yep. the psalmist is here saying, listen to the words he's using, I am troubled, troubled. what does that sound like you? I'm troubled, I am bowed down, down.
0: Mm-hmm. and
1: great bowed down greatly. What does that sound like is to you?
0: Oh my goodness, like he's completely out, he's down, he's depressed, he's low, you know. Yes,
1: yeah, so he's depressed and he says, I go mourning all the day long. And so when you hear of this idea of him mourning, it doesn't sound like a happy, a nope, happy person. Not at all. Right? Which is what people who are depressed goes through.
0: Right. And it's so interesting, Michael, that uh, it's not only talking about that depression feeling, but it also touches on inflammation. Verse seven, for my loins are full of inflammation and there is no soundness in my flesh. I'm feeble and severely broken. I. I can't even imagine what David was going through.
1: Yes, so so David here is realizing that there is inflammation taking place in his body. He says, My loins are full of mm. inflammation and there is no soundness in my flesh. Mm-hmm. So the presence of inflammation is very present. Oh, so yes. uh one might say, could it be that he is depressed because he is, is, is sick. Mm-hmm. But what is interesting, Bettina, that there is a new body of literature and research that is showing that many people who who, ha, who are depressed, it's not as a result of their sickness per se, but mm-hmm. because of the presence of inflammation. inflammation. They have actually been able to test this and to show yes. that the inflammation itself is linked to the depression that these individuals are experiencing. So if we were examining David today, if these scientists were to be able to examine David, they might find the same thing, that David is actually depressed because his body has become inflamed. Mm -hmm. And what they're finding is that there are ways that in which inflammation blocks the body's response to stress and depression and prevents the body from secreting serotonin and dopamine in a way that can keep their their body from becoming depressed so inflammation is not just a physical thing it affects it affects the mind right. as well and this yes. is what is coming out new in the scriptures
0: so, so interesting. Now, what is inflammation? We know about depression, but what is inflammation? Can you talk yeah, a little bit about it? Yes, some of our that?
1: listeners out there might be saying, what are you talking about, Michael? You're talking about inflammation, <laughs> like the inflammation that I know is when you have these swollen parts of your body yeah. and there is liquid coming out of it. Or what do you mean? They're sore <laughs> and it's quite visible. What yeah. are you talking about? Inflammation mm-hmm. in the body and how it affects depression. Michael, are you saying that if I have a that is a little bit inflamed and <laughs> I'm, beca- I'm going to become right? depressed. Okay, let me explain here. Yes. So, there are two types of inflammation. There is what is known as acute inflammation. So
0: that would be where you got that cut and the infection and swollen?
1: Yes. So that's mm-hmm. what that would be. So that's acute. You know, right. you have that that inflamed toenail or something right. like that. Or, you know, you get this bruise. You fell at playing a game, soccer, and you, you bruise that knee and mm-hmm. then it, it's inflamed. It's swollen and puffy. Right. Well, that's localized inflation. That's acute inflation. Right. but then there is a second type of inflammation that happens internally okay. that is not localized and it 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 happens in a way where it's it, it cannot be seen with the naked eye Eye. it's called chronic inflammation mm-hmm. and the body is producing this response as if it is fighting off an infection but there is no infection to be seen right. with the with the naked eye it's all happening Inside. internally mm-hmm. so this is chronic inflammation.
0: So symptoms, let's talk about the symptoms, Michael. What are the symptoms of chronic inflammation?
1: That's a very good question because people must be wondering, okay, I know what it is to have acute inflammation. I can see that. But when you have this chronic Chronic. inflammation, Mm -hmm. now what exactly is going on? So when a person has chronic inflammation, people will come in and they will be talking about things like they're feeling sleepy they mm-hmm. they they're drowsy most of the time right. they have no energy and they will say things like i don't understand it i'm usually this very energetic yeah, person yeah. and i don't know what's no wrong with me i have i have no no more energy right. it's it's as if i want to sleep all, all the day. time mm-hmm. some of these people have lost their appetite that's True. another symptom mm-hmm. loss of appetite mm-hmm. These people might also be be feeling as if they they don't want to engage in life anymore. So they're they're isolating themselves from others and they're showing uh, these kind of symptom, cognitive impairment, and I talked about fatigue before. So these are the some of the common symptoms that we see in people who have high levels of inflammation, internal inflammation within their body, according to the studies.
0: Right. So we've got chronic inflammation. We know what that is. We've know the symptoms. And what are the causes of chronic inflammation? Let's talk about the causes, Michael.
1: Such a very good question, uh, Bettina. So but when it comes to chronic inflammation, studies are showing, and uh, let me refer to one study, for example, that was done in New Zealand right. where they looked at children who have, ex- who have experienced abuse and adversity by the age of age. Eight mm-hmm. and these children, by the age that were abused uh, by age eight, these people, these children had high levels of inflammatory proteins in their blood at age twenty-one, wow. and it's not surprising that a lot of these children end up being depressed. End up having symptoms that are very similar to the symptoms of depression as well. And many of these children were being treated for for depression, but there are these high levels of inflammation that is in their body as well.
0: And so that inflammation, Michael, would that be in there? How would they know? Would it be a blood test that they would take? Do yes. You know?
1: Blood tests, saliva tests that the doctors wow. would do would indicate that there are, there are these uh, proteins within their system right. that is higher than the control group of children who they tested, who had no adversity. And so it, it it's, it's quite clear that there is a link between stress mm-hmm. and inflammation and we we studies also show that for example teachers who have experienced burnout in one of the studies teachers who have experienced burnout these teachers also were tested and showed higher levels mm. of of the stress harm of right. of the the inflammatory proteins than did teachers who didn't experience burnout. As a matter of fact, uh some of the studies show that even stressful events right. such as public speaking, where mm-hmm. people are stressed over public speaking, when they are tested after, they have these elevated levels of oh, yeah. of the inflammatory proteins within their system, so very interesting. There is there is this evidence that is showing that there is this link between uh, people who are depressed and. Inflammation.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting, Michael, because even uh, these social uh, stresses like um, maybe losing a job or maybe even taking care of uh, so loved ones. Yes. Uh, you know, that can actually bring that inflammation can start coming on too yes, from yes. those things.
1: And, and so we find even things like bereavement, bereavement if someone is, exactly. is, is, has lost a loved one, it's yeah. possible to have these high elevated level of inflammation within, within their body, body yeah. as well. So if you have just joined us, you're listening to the Life Transformation Show. I am your host, Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services. And with me in studio today is my co-host, Bettina. And we're here discussing the link between inflation, inflammation yeah. and depression. <laughs> yes. And so if you are not familiar with Elim Counseling Services, you can find out more about us by going to our website at elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. You can also call us at one 544 3546. We would be more than happy to hear from you. Remember, we're a professional counseling organization that provides help for a number of different issues. So, don't uh, don't be concerned if you're challenged financially. We are a nonprofit organization and we try to help as many people as we can. And so if you would like to partner with us to help others then please consider making a donation to this ministry.
0: Michael, this is such an interesting topic especially for me who at one point did deal with acute inflammation. And so it seems to be a lot of similarities. There seems to be a lot of similarities between inflammation and depression. How can you tell if a person is suffering from inflammation or depression? Yes,
1: that's such a good observation, uh, Bettina, because we see here that we talk about things like loss of appetite. We talk about things like fatigue. Mm -hmm. We talk about things like isolation. These are all things that people with depression has as well. Mm -hmm. And so is it the inflammation or is this person Depressed, depressed, or is there some way of knowing? One of the interesting things that we are discovering uh, as we look at the body of literature about this is that about 30 to 60% of people who are depressed, do not respond to treatment of medication. Mm. So if you're one of those people who you have been treated with depression medication and your doctors have tried different levels of the medication and it is still not working, you still find yourself depressed and you have to keep going back and it's not working... It's quite possible that that could be the difference. That could be the difference of how to tell the two. There are certain percentages, as I said, uh, 30 to 60% of people who mm-hmm. might fall in that category. And so it's quite possible that there might be, this might be a physical problem more than, uh, more than a mental problem that you're, that you're going through right. as well.
0: So that means the antidepressants and different medications for those 30 to 60 percent would they would not respond to that. Is they what don't respond saying. well, right. right. And, and
1: and so they they have been treated and there is no change in their right. moods. And so it's quite possible that there is something else something going else. on that is physical. And, and many of my clients have actually said that, that they have been going to the doctors and the doctors can't find anything wrong with them and they're depressed and they mm-hmm. say, well, you should go in for, for counselling. They're doing counselling and right. they're still fatigued and and uh, they're still depressed. And so it's quite possible that there is more that is going on. This is not to say that counseling right. cannot help, because counseling can that. help mm-hmm. you to cope with what's going on. Mm-hmm. It can help you to manage your anxiety and the depression in a better way. Mm-hmm. But it's quite possible that there might be uh, some other things that needs to be done to help you to Cope with the sickness that is going on. So it's interesting that David, as we said, if you have missed the first part of the show, we talked about how David made this link in Psalm thirty-eight, verse mm-hmm. six to eight, when he said talks about being depressed and troubled in the first in verse six, but then talks about his loins being full of inflammation later on in in the passage.
0: Michael, what are some of the people that you've seen in your practice uh, that exhibited that kind of inflammation, depression type thing? What are what are some some of the um, ways that you've um, helped them, or maybe suggested that they could do to reduce inflammation? Well, I think
1: it, it's interesting that. Uh, The people who have come in, like there's a growing number of people who have come in and say they are suffering from Lyme disease, and they Mm. would say, "My, you know, I know I have Lyme disease because I go to my naturopath, and my naturopath say that I have Lyme disease, and the symptoms that they talk about for Lyme disease seems very much like what we are talking about here for inflammation. Okay, yeah, they are they are fatigued, they they have no appetite they can't concentrate as much as they they used to and they they have been 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 you know they have all the the symptoms you know they have been bitten you know mm-hmm. by a tick they you know and all of that that is usually uh identified with people who have lyme disease And But they would say that my family doctor doesn't think that there is anything wrong with Mm -hmm. me because my family doctor cannot find anything wrong. And so the family doctor will say, well, it seems like you're just depressed. Try counseling. But these people are saying, no, I have been depressed and this feels different. You know, I'm not worrying about anything. It just feels different. And so for these people who come in, who are like that, who they're going through to what they believe to be Lyme disease or some people don't know the the label for it, but they just have this fatigue that they're dealing with all the time. It's important to know that, yes, there's a mental health component where we can help you to cope, but there are actually physical things that you can do that can help you to start coping with your, with your depression. And so the kinds of foods that you eat, uh-huh. there are studies that show that some types of food will help you to reduce inflammation within your body. So what we know is that some foods such as fish, for example, is very good for helping to reduce the presence of inflammation in your body. So, uh, the avoidance of red meat is also something that they say is good to do if you want to reduce inflammation in your body mm-hmm. so things like avoiding avoiding red meat they also talk about avoiding uh oil you know uh, cooking with oil mm-hmm. and using margarines in your diet these things have been shown to I've been literature has, as the literature has said that these things can increase the presence of inflammation mm. in your body. So avoid these kind of things in your in your diet. Also they, they say that you should avoid things like uh white rice, like if you're eating a lot of white rice mm-hmm. and a lot of bread, this kind That's of right. diet Gluten. has mm. been known to to maintain high levels of inflammation within your body. So so simple things like beginning to change your diet right. can have a big impact on the presence of inflammation and i was at clients who have come in to say i i wish i had known this years before because True. i have tried many things i have tried the medication and i was still being anxious and depressed and they didn't realize that there was something else that is going on. Mm -hmm. So for my clients, I recommend that they speak with someone who can help them to come up with a healthy diet that can help them to make these changes. And so when it comes to to other things that can be done things like exercising right. is very is very good for putting your body back in sync because what is happening with these with within your body is that your autoimmune system has been thrown off mm-hmm. maybe because of stress mm-hmm. and so your body is fighting this this unseen illness because of the stress and producing mm-hmm. all of this inflammation but what we know from research is that exercise yes. it's a very good way for your body to to create its own feel good hormones and to help you to be in a better place. So exercise, changing your lifestyle to include exercise and changing your, changing your, your diet can be very powerful in fighting of inflammation.
0: Michael, it's so interesting. As a person who dealt with chronic uh, Ill, uh, inf- uh, inflammation myself, diet for sure—that was one of the things that helped me. Exercise—that was another thing that helped me. Uh, basically, no pain. It's been—it's awesome what has happened, and so I know that this is going to help a lot of people today who You're are hearing.
1: Also, yes, thank you for sharing that. Uh, Bettina and for being open on air and sharing your experience. But you also talked about how your spirituality has been a very important part of that process Mm -hmm. as well. Tell me a little bit about how you have used your spirituality and how that has made. And there might have been an experience that you had recently that really helped you in that regard as well. Tell me a little bit about that.
0: Yes, Michael, it's so true that actually I found that a daily Devotional life that helped a lot reading the word, meditating on the word, praying and believing that God is able to, uh, you know, come to my rescue and, and that he cares about what I'm going through. That really helped. And going to retreats, a uh, uh, healing retreat that, that was one of my first experiences with healing at first. So, I remember yeah.
1: that, that first retreat that you came to and you talk about how you weren't in any pain afterwards. Yes, yeah, right. And for days afterwards, there was no return yes. of the chronic pain. So just even things like that, taking care of yourself, getting in touch with your spirituality, getting in touch. These things are very good in reducing stress, which can cause inflammation it's fu- within your system. It's
0: funny, Michael, because actually when I went to the uh, healing retreat, I thought it it was a physical healing retreat. But when we started talking about the, the you know, uh, um, the soul, the, the the body, the spirit, and, and the effect that that can have on our bodies, you know, it manifests on our bodies. I was like, wow, you know what? I came for physical healing, but I actually needed to hear uh, a lot more about, you know, the psychotherapy part of it. And then it just manifested in that my body responded to that.
1: That is such a common experience for many people who come to these healing retreat Bettina. So I've seen that we're quickly running out of time today and I mm-hmm. want to thank you so much for being with us on this episode of the Life Transformation. So I think we're going to get a lot of calls about people mm-hmm. who want to, to learn more about this because there are a lot of other things that we could say about treatment options and what right. you could do but we're limited on air to a certain number of minutes. So if you have questions you can call us at 1-877-544-3546. if you have a testimony that you would like to share on air about your your journey in getting over inflammation and fatigue mm-hmm. that you would like to share then you can you can call us or you can email us by going to our website at elimcounselingministry.com and as usually want to ask you to 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 Partner with us on this journey of helping others to become whole by giving a donation to this ministry. Donations help us to be able to provide counseling at a subsidized rate to those who do not, who cannot afford it and still. Uh, keep our, our business going by being able to meet the cost of our overhead, such as paying our therapist and maintaining a professional office. So until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services
0: and Bettina,
1: praying together that God would bless you in all your relationships and to keep you sound in mind and pure in heart.